everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. I cannot wait for today, an artist we get to interview that we have been waiting for and getting booked and scheduled because he is super cool, down to earth, all over social media, on TikTok, does live streams almost every single night on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And Nick, it is Tyler Hates Life. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I know you watch him a lot on TikTok. Yep, I, I watched a couple. He actually did a song for you on TikTok. You asked him to do a certain song. Oh, I and had he performed him do it. a song. Do I say yeah. what song that was? Sure. Yeah, I had him do 21 Pilots Heathens. Heathens, yeah. And man, he did a great job on the spot. So Tyler Hates Life on TikTok. He's all over social media, but that's the easiest way to get in front of his face and be able to talk to him. And he's so down yeah. to earth. I can't wait to see just how he is like in person to interview, you know, just like I see him on social media, because mm -hmm. sometimes you see a different person, but I have a feeling he's yeah. going to be the same. Yeah. And I want to know for sure what Tyler Hates Life means. I looked it up before and yep. I think I know, but I want to make sure that, that I what no I'm idea. thinking is I know you've accurate. looked it up, so I get to hear your research yeah. and his story behind it. Yeah. So it's going to be a great podcast. I'm excited to... Uh, listen to what he has to say. I know he talks a lot about like his faith in his music as well. So I'm mm -hmm. interested to see how that all ties in. But yeah, I think it's going to be a Yeah, I don't want to waste a podcast. whole lot of time with us talking today. Yeah, I want to no. save the chunk of this podcast for Tyler Hates Life. Yeah. So let's do it, Nick. Without further ado, Tyler, thanks so much for joining us today. We are super pumped about this. I've been watching you nonstop on TikTok. I've been loving your videos, your music. We even did a reaction to one of your songs, Mental Health Center. A great follower of our channel reached out and said, you've got to listen to this guy. Thank you for being here. Now we get to talk. Absolutely. I'm excited, man. So you want to go first? I got sure, a bunch of questions, first. but... Yeah, I was doing some research on you, and I figured out why your name is Tyre Hates Life, at least according to this article. I did it not could, know, yeah. It could be wrong, but it was, um, the article said it's based off of a Bible verse, John 12, 25, I believe is what it is, where where it's, sure. where it's talking about how if you um, hate your life, then you'll have, have it a, an eternal life or something like that. So is that is that true, yeah. first of all? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, I don't actually... So, so there's like a whole story behind it. I, I was actually deployed in Afghanistan because I was in the military before I started wow. music full time, but I was, wow. I was deployed while, when I came up with his name and it was kind of a joke at first. Cause I had a buddy over there cause I, I'm a Christian. I had a buddy who also was a Christian. We would do Bible studies together, but we both, we both enlisted in the infantry. And so we had really dark sense of humor. <laughs> and so we were just like reading the Bible and, uh, I, I was going through a tough time when I was 18, my mom passed away from an overdose. And, uh, while I was deployed, I got a phone call that my dad and my stepmom were getting a divorce because of a bunch of stuff. And I just, wow. they, they were my rock whenever my, like dealing with my mom's passing, they were the ones I would go to. And so when they broke apart, it kind of like started my real journey of mental health, honest to God, like, cause I had to figure out like well, how's I going to do this alone? Right. And, uh, I, I did have a friend though. And he was, he showed me that we were reading John one night and he like, he was trying to help me out by showing me this Bible verse. And so he showed me this. He was like, look, man, it's okay to hate your life. He was joking and stuff. <laughs> and then I like, I remember like cracking up and I was like, bro, I'm changing my name to that on Instagram. And then I did. 
just as a joke. And then people actually, because I put the Bible verse with it. It was supposed, it was more like, oh, I hate my life because Jesus told me to. Like, just like a joke, <laughs> you know? And then it just turned into this whole entire thing that people actually, I started realizing that there were so many people who actually felt the same way that I did. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got the name. That is really cool. I'm more fascinated with like, cause I love hearing number one, the fact, uh, that you rap, but number two, that you sing. And so when I watched you, you will take requests from people and you'll sing songs in your, uh, range of music, Nick, I even came on and had him do a 21 yeah, pilot song because it's I like one of my favorites <laughs> and he was so good. But your range and your ability to sing, yeah, I love how, how far back does that go? Like, what is your history in music? Uh, honestly, most of the most of the songs that I know, I just kind of found out that like most people are going to request songs that I may have heard of. I may have heard it once or twice on the radio when I was a kid, right? And there are genuinely songs that just like. I don't necessarily have to know it. I just need to see the chords on my iPad and I can just kind of sing to the song with my mm-hmm. iPad right here. And so that's what I started doing, but it actually has become, it's it's blowing my mind because I literally am making more money on TikTok than I was making in the army. <laughs> like you, if you would have told me that last year, I would have, I would have, uh, yeah. Cause I don't know. I was, I would have never believed it to be honest with you, but like, People just really love whenever you can sing a song mm-hmm. they want to hear. Or some people are going through a hard time. A lot of times they ask me to sing my songs, but like, yeah, just I don't know. It's it's so it's when, just really like. When did you learn sorry, music? What instruments and singing? Like, how far back does your just playing and singing go? So so when I was sixteen, it I I don't know. It was like a summer. I think it was summertime when I was 16 and I was just really bored and my dad had this guitar and I always wanted to play guitar. So I just started playing around with it and uh, little by little, I didn't have anything to do. So little by little, you know, like I was a kid, I wanted my parents, I wanted to impress my parents. So I started learning these songs and I remember the first song I learned was Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. It's the very first song I ever learned. Uh, and I, I remember playing that for my parents and whenever they, I think it was just seeing them be proud of me. That's what kind of sparked the desire for music. I, I think cause my, cause the trauma and stuff that goes back a long time ago. Cause like my mom, I didn't, I did. I saw my mom once every, once every other weekend. And every time I got to see her, it was like me just going out of my way to try and make my mom proud of me or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. Like a lot of that stuff, I think it just stemmed from when I was a kid. And so once I saw that music was something that I was making people proud, that started making me really fascinated with it. And I just enjoyed it. But I didn't think about making it a career. But then once my mom passed away, that's whenever I, the only thing that I felt like, I don't know, I remember just kind of sitting there and being, and just like through prayer and stuff and being like, I can either dwell on this and be extremely depressed forever mm-hmm. and, you know, or I can find a way to make her death not be for nothing, you know? And like how many people have dealt with the same thing that I'm dealing with right now that if I can somehow 
um, deliver a message of hope or something, then my mom's death actually has like, could have saved a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, it may, it may sound bad, but honestly, it's all I can do though. At that point, it was like, that's all I can do because she's yeah. not coming back. So I can either dwell on it or I can try and find uh, something good in it. And I think that's, that's when the like music became my, my thing. It was, it was how I, how I, yeah. But uh, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, how many of your songs that you've made now, have to do with something from your past or yeah. a real life thing compared to just making a song. Making yeah. a song. So honestly, all of them. <laughs> like it's, really? It's like, yeah. It's it's. I think that's just the way I write. I I have tested the grounds. I think on one song, I have one song called Home, and uh, I wrote it a long time ago. But that may be the only song that I can really think of that. I genuinely just wrote this random love song. It's kind of a sad story because <laughs> I, I, I remember it was before I met my wife and I, I was just kind of girl crazy at the time, but no girls liked me. So I wrote like this love song, but I had, but it was about no one though. It was like, mm. it was just a random love song about nobody. That's probably the only one I've written. Uh, that other than that they all have meaning that they, they've all been written towards somebody or yeah i have a whole album next year i'm making called letters home where it's it's actually pretty sad but uh <laughs> yeah but i mean it i actually wrote the whole album in 2018 whenever uh i was deployed half the songs were written on that deployment but mm. um there's a lot of just tough tough songs in there but most of the time i write about life experiences i think tiktok TikTok's actually bit pushed me. It's gotten me out of my comfort zone. There's yeah. a lot of times I've had to write about like on somebody on the open verse challenges, right? Somebody else's open verse. So now I'm just right. I'm having to kind of write mm -hmm. to what they're talking about. So it's actually made me a lot better. I think that's why I did so many of them. I just enjoy doing it. It made me better. That really amazes me how I hear an artist talk about having a, a chunk of music and stuff you've written years ago yeah. you know we tend to think in our world with social media like you do something you put it out you do a movie you put it out <laughs> but realistically movies take years to make and songs oh, yeah. can be sitting there with you that meant something four or five years ago and it hasn't just been fully produced and put out there yet and you're it's a work in progress and i just wonder what's the combination for you of writing music versus creating it you know there's the writing and the story that goes and then there's putting it out to the world and which took, is harder it took me it took me one year to write the light on that's one of my songs on my spotify mm -hmm. it took me one year i wrote it when i was 19 it took me one year to write that song <laughs> it took me seven years to learn how to produce it it took me seven years to learn how to produce the song, right? And so, <laughs> I I think what are you that, like forty? Uh, being I don't understand. No, I'm tw I'm twenty I'm twenty six, but he seems so. That's amazing, Tyler. The, well, the the thing though was, I this is where it started. Uh, I I made this EP, and I'm not gonna disclose the name because it's still on Spotify. I've tried to get it taken down, and that literally the guy won't do it. But. <laughs> This guy charged me $4,000 when I was a 19-year-old kid. I didn't have any money, but he charged me all this money. And I really had no business even trying to put in, any songs out. 
because because it's a whole art like especially knowing what i know now if somebody who doesn't have experience as an artist comes to me and says i want to put music out i'm going to nicely tell them hey patience is a virtue and if you learn the art first you're going to be in five years you're going to be so grateful Mm -hmm. that you didn't just put out music because like even once i started feeling like i was ready to put stuff out my first songs still weren't that good Mm. and and it's but but i actually love it though because i love i love the growth that people are going to see like i'm I'm like i'm imagining five years from now hopefully my, my music's like similar to the quality of what nf has out and stuff like that right Mm. but people are going to be able to look at my catalog and they're going to be like dude he started from here and ended up here and the encouragement people are going to get and the only way you can really do that though is by being independent if you get on a label they're going to make sure every single thing you put out sounds like drake but Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. for me because i'm doing myself there is not not there's none of that and it yeah yeah, well i'm sure we'll talk more about it but like um so you got a family like so so what is your family like tell us who you're married yeah so i'm married i have a wife and i have three boys uh (laughs) my wife so my wife had two kids whenever i met her and uh uh, i so they were uh she had two boys from two different dads one of the dad dads is awesome and he's in the picture the other one uh is not awesome and he just like left you know what i'm saying so i ended up actually adopting eli Uh the five-year-old a lot of people would never guess it because he literally looks and acts just like me but (laughs) uh i adopted him and now he actually on my album it drops in january uh he's actually the first track on it and he it's him saying the bible verse uh john 12 25 that's cool but uh Yes, yeah, so I I had I adopted him. Uh, I have a stepson named Wyatt. He's eight years old. Eli's five years old. And then me and my wife last or two years ago had uh, our own son together. His name's Garrett, and his name's oh. Garrett Lucas Smith. I've already imagined he's probably going to be a country singer. Garrett Lucas. Like <laughs> Garrett Lucas. <laughs> hey, shout out to my uh, uncle Craig and Aunt Josie. You know, Uncle Craig's our pastor at our church that we go to, and. I was a ring bearer in his wedding. I've known him since I was a little bitty and he's a really cool guy. And my aunt Josie is his wife was talking to me at a, at a baby shower I was at recently. And she's like, you know, and they're hardcore Baptist. Like they grew up like no singing, no dancing, no nothing. And so Josie's like really cool, but she's like, I've been watching your channel. She said, I, I can't always handle, you know, the words that are said, but I still, I tell people to watch it because of what you're saying. And like, she's at least open-minded enough to say, this is doing something. And Tyler, that's why when I heard you and heard this song and I thought, I want to go check out a little bit more of him and watch you do a live on TikTok, for instance, you're just yourself. Like you are, I'm as relaxed as I can be talking to you. And that's, that's due to you. So I guess my next question would be, um, you talked about like really helping people and really like that's your motivation to like do what you do now. So what advice would you give to like teenagers and mm, young adults um, about life and about mental health stuff? Um, okay. So uh, I think it's, I think it's important to talk to people. Uh, there isn't like a negative connotation around like the idea of therapy and I but I think it's becoming a lot more accepted nowadays 
But like, I just remember my dad, like I'm trying to tell my dad he needs to go to therapy and he's just so hard headed. And he's like, no, I don't need to go. And I'm like, yeah, like it's, it'd be good for you. Go and talk about it. That's what people are paid to do is they want to talk to you, like <laughs> go and talk to them. But uh, talking to somebody therapy, um, I, I personally, this is one thing I always hit on is finding a passion. Uh, I think that's a really, that's really important. Right. And so whenever my parents got divorced, that was one thing I talked to my stepmom about. And I were for like two or three years. I just, I was soft with it. I was, I was, so I was like, just kind of wanting to be as soft with it as I could be, because mm -hmm. I knew that like there was, it was a, they divorced because of cheating and, and mm -hmm. she was the victim of it. Right. And so mm -hmm. that's something that I don't even understand but and it's a pain that I couldn't even comprehend, to be honest. And it's something that I've dealt. I've I, as a child, I yeah. experienced twice. Mm -hmm. So uh, it 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 hurts so many people. But like I remember when my my stepmom was going through that, I wanted to be soft. So for like two or three years, I just kind of was as nice about it as I could be. But there was a point whenever I was just like, "Hey, mom, like I love you, but you you have to." If, if you sit here and dwell on it, it's going to just get worse. And mm -hmm. I didn't want that for her. And uh, I remember something I, I, I just, in that time I told, I was like, you, you have to have something to live for. And unfortunately your something to live for was your kids. And I think mm -hmm. that happens a lot of times to, to especially moms. Cause they are just, they love their kids. Like moms love their kids. And then, but eventually your kids grow up and they leave. And what do you do whenever they leave? Like, right. And if you don't, if you don't have something to live for, it's very easy to start dealing with a lot of mental health issues. And uh, so that's kind of something that I would tell anybody. It, it doesn't matter what age you're at. If you like music, thank God I have music. It doesn't have to be music though. I know people who are, who build houses, who are in love with construction, <laughs> but it gives them something that they love. Right. And like, uh, or football or like sports. It, it can be anything. It could literally be, uh, it, it could be the reaction channel that mm -hmm. you guys have. If that, if that's something that y'all like love doing, especially together, I didn't know that y'all were father and son, which mm -hmm. makes it even more like yeah. that's super, that means a lot to me because yeah. that's, that shows me that you're a really good dad. And, and that's one thing that I want to be as a good dad. Like, oh, you know, you, like that's, you know, what's funny about that. The way you tell that story is that, um, you know, we've always talked about, you know, for Jill and myself that, you know, God comes first for us and, and it hasn't always done that in my life. I haven't always been that way, you know, but finally one day it, it dawned on me and I woke up and I had a great uh, awakening, but we always tell our boys, right, that we love each other more than we love you. And I hate to even say that to you because it's going to break your heart, but we have to love each other. So you get the most from both of us. If we just yeah. isolated you you we would we would suffocate mm -hmm. and we would die away and so when they're gone we celebrate like it's they're finally 21 and 18 it's <laughs> like we're going to get to like live a life and and hopefully have grandchildren and love it, it's awesome but i do tell teenagers that number 1 you need to know what your priorities are on relationship and not just funnel it all through uh, your children and number 2 you need to have a purpose like you're talking about you've got to know what you're passionate about. And that can't just be always with your spouse. Like you have to have your own desires, your own interests, the things you love to do, and you can share in them, but 
you're talking about a lot of great stuff, Tyler, that so many times people today are teenagers. You know what they do? They get in a relationship and then they just suffocate. They suck up next to each other and is so enmeshed and codependent mm -hmm. that they can't see yeah. life outside of that. Oh, there's someone in my life actually right now, very close to me, that has a girlfriend that he's very serious with. And they're going through a tough time right now. And I just he told my wife yesterday that he was like, he was like, I'm going like, he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going through a tough time. And I'm like, I admire and I love that he loves her, his girlfriend so much, but I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, like you've your whole life. When you were, when you were a kid, you, you were, I almost feel like I'm speaking this to him right now, but like mm -hmm. when you were a kid, you're like, you were passionate about, the games you were playing, the sports, the stuff like that. But as you got into high school, it's kind of like uh, you lost your your purpose almost. And and well, he went he went to the army, and that was something to live for. But I'm gonna be real with you: the army is one of the most toxic places you can go mm. to, especially if you're there's the army produces either the best of the best or the worst. And that that's the way that I see it for real. Like I I've met the best leaders I've ever met in my life, but I've also met some of the worst people I've ever met in my mm -hmm. life. And uh, it's a really dangerous place to be at. And it's really difficult to be passionate about it, especially like for me, it's hard because I, there was toxicity. Just, and I was like, bro, this just isn't the way that you should treat someone or this isn't the way that's just not how it should be. But he ended up getting out of the army and then, uh, but he's struggling, like he's struggling with this relationship right now. And, and for me, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, it's awesome that you love her as much as you do, but you have to have something that like, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah, I've, I've told my wife this to her face. Me and my wife are literally best friends. I, I tell my wife when I'm struggling with anything, like it's an open book, but I've said this before. <laughs> And it sounds bad, but I, I'll be like, like, I love you more than anything on this planet. But be, but like, if something ever happened, nothing's ever going to happen because me and her are going to be together forever. But if something did, I would be okay because I have a passion in music. I have something to live for. And I have my kids, which I'm not putting music before my kids, but I'm just adding that in. Yeah. But like the kids give me one thing, but uh, it, it just that's just kind of one thing I found though, is like having the music stuff. It, it's still like, even no matter how depressed I've ever been, yeah. I've always had that. And I know for a fact that no matter, there's nothing I, mm -hmm. that I, I could go through where I wouldn't have that, yeah. you know? And Gratitude for that. I think that's something that I try to push towards people, especially even like in my music and stuff and probably in the future. Cause I'm starting to talk more and more about mental health on, on, especially my Tyler hates life profile. Mm -hmm. Uh, it'll probably be some stuff that I talk about that are similar to that. Cause that's important. Really cool. Very cool. So how would you say you balanced like your own mental health with the music you put out <laughs> and other stuff you do as well? No kidding. Uh, Especially being a person that, you know, you, you could record 24 hours a day. You're kind of, it just seems like music. It seems like everything's on all the time. How do you balance that? Yeah. yeah. So my wife, it's for short i i don't know if i would be able to if i was single uh my wife is my rock man she yeah. like no matter how she keeps me humble she's probably 80 percent of the reason that like you were saying that i'm down to earth like she's a 
huge part of that because both of us are equally yoked, right? The Bible talks about that. We are on the same wavelength. Like there's, I don't think there's anything with that we disagree about. Uh, and, and because of that though, anytime that I in the past have gotten a little cocky or something, my wife is easy, very quick to be like, Hey, you ain't that cool. dude. Like <laughs> you're just, she's like, I'm looking at you right now. And you're just as human as you were yesterday. <laughs> like, yeah. So she helps me a lot by by being my rock, and then uh, let me I'm, ask you: Can I ask you about just the music that you do, and whether or not you mentioned being a Christian, and you have sung, you have rapped? Do you consider yourself a Christian rapper, or is that a bad title? No, I I, I absolutely do actually. Really? Yeah. So I call myself and the, and the re, I call myself a Christian artist. Because I do okay. more than just rap. The next or the next song is a rap song, but the song after that's actually way like Ed Sheeran, like per, like perfect type of a song. But uh, not not like the song is perfect, but the song perfect. Mm -hmm. Have you heard the song yeah, by yeah. Ed Sheeran? Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah. So it's like it's like that kind of a vibe. So it's more of an artist. But I absolutely do consider myself a Christian artist. What I've what I've come to find out is it's kind of difficult because. Uh, there's times whenever the Christian community actually, it, it's like opposite, dude. It's opposite of what everyone else has been. Cause you get like Lecrae and NF and all these guys who are pretty much saying like, I don't think Lecrae says it anymore, but at one point he did where he says, I'm a Christian. That's an artist. I'm not a Christian artist, mm -hmm. but for me, I'm like, that's just not the way I've ever seen it. Because for me, that's been my whole life. I'm only alive because God got me through everything mm -hmm. that I've gotten through. So why would, why would I not label myself as that? Like, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. But I label myself as that. But because of my name, oftentimes, like, I'll get a lot of flack from the Christian community where people will be like, oh, he's not a Christian artist. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm like one of the only ones who actually is saying I am one. Yeah. <laughs> and and y'all are saying that I'm not one. But, uh -huh. uh, but honestly, I think that the credibility comes. That's probably the only good part with, the more streams and the views and I hate it, but you get more credibility. And and once I start getting a, more and more credible, I believe the Christian community will accept me a little more because a lot of times they just don't know what it means. Yeah. But most of them, if they knew what it meant and they actually saw the impact, especially at live shows, like lot, that's kind of something I pride myself in is that for seven years, I focused more on being good at live performing than I did at being good on on a, on a Spotify mm. track, which, which is why I've struggled a little bit trying to catch up with everyone on Spotify because I produce all my own records. So like, uh, I I'm just, I'm getting a lot better, but when I started, I was like, there's just a lot of work I needed, but mm -hmm. you know, eventually it's going to catch up. But the thing that I love the most, like that I am most prideful about honestly, is that like when it comes to a live performance, I'm 100% confident that I can, I can do what my job is. Right. And, uh, there I did, I did two youth camps this summer and man, it was insane. Like I, it was, it blew my mind, but the amount of kids that came up to me afterwards talking about what there was like at one camp, there was five kids that had just had a parent pass away that came up crying to mm -hmm. me afterwards. Like, cause I have a song called angels don't cry and it's about mm -hmm. my mom. Yeah. It's about a dream. It's about a dream I had actually, but uh, it's about my mom and 
I say I always sing that song like second to last. And uh, I, I give like my whole testimony during that song. And that's a yeah, that like that song had so many, so many kids, whether they came up to me or not, they, a lot of them DM'd me on Instagram. And but those in person connections are like yeah. e even they're even deeper, honestly, because I actually get to talk to them and pray with them if I can, you know. I'm Stuff really like curious about that when you bring up that topic of how deep things get. Because I know artists grow and evolve and they they get older, they get married, they have children, they have a life that goes on. So as your music, we had this with Suicide Boys this year we've reacted to, and supposedly they're, I didn't, I've heard some of their music, but not all of it. Their new album supposedly was healthier because they've gotten healthier in terms of rehab and stuff over the past few years. But people were frustrated that the music wasn't the same as when they were using and I thought to myself, does an artist like you, as your life evolves, let's say you, your life is better and it's not the trauma that you experienced when you grew up and you do have a family and good experiences in life, do you tend to write about that or do you stay in the same area of the really tough, intense, hard stuff? What do you do? So Ed Sheeran cracked this code and I've pretty much copied him. Uh, <laughs> If you can do every genre, then you you can get around that. So like Eminem is a perfect example for this. Eminem is pretty much done, but he's going to continue putting music out. He's amazing lyricist, but like he's never going to be Slim Shady again. His mm -hmm. life isn't bad enough. Like that. <laughs> like Thank that's goodness. just what it is. I I love him. Eminem is one of my easily in the top five of my most artists who i look up to mm -hmm. but uh but the honest to god truth is that ed sheeran ed sheeran has longevity in this career more than any other artist in the world does i would say post malone probably would be up next but like it's because they're so well-rounded that that ed sheeran could drop a record that is like thinking out loud and then the next song can be straight up rapping with his uk friends and then he can drop another song so it never sounds the same. And so if you kind of go look at, it's funny whenever I see people on TikTok saying, oh, it's the same song every time. I'm like, bro, I'm only posting the same song every day because that's called promotion. But <laughs> but they put me in this category and they say, you do the same song. I'm like, go look at my Spotify and you'll completely disagree with what you just said because I've made it a point to literally do every single genre that I can. I'm making a country album in like two years. Like straight up, I'm from Texas. I see Morgan Wallen all the time. It's happening. I'm making a country album. I'm I'm making a Christmas album hopefully next year. Like, and I've just kind of realized it's like I'm making a worship album in a, yeah. in a few years as well. But like, if I can, if I can continue to put out different genres, then and do well with it, mm -hmm. then no matter how much I grow in life, no matter what I'm going through, um, I'm never stuck. Right? Like yeah. NF, I love NF to death, but but NF can only make sad music. Like, mm -hmm. like, I'm not saying that that's his ability. I believe his ability. I think he could make happy music, but the way his the way his profile is the is band, that yeah. like, if he puts happy music out, people aren't they're not gonna like it because it's not who NF is, right? Which is another thing that I've actually started uh, combating is I'm making this Tyler Loves Life profile, right? So this is actually really funny. So I'm actually making a Spotify profile called Tyler Loves Life. 
Tyler hates life is going to be more of this like mental health stuff and mm-hmm. talking about the serious things that I actually want to talk about. But then songs like the real thick shady though, like where it's just kind of like goofy or flexing or just like what, what a normal rapper would do. I'm going to throw that on Tyler loves life. Mm. So it gives me two different profiles, but it's also interesting. It's kind of like the Eminem thing where it's like an alter ego, right? Tyler loves life lives for God, but not of the world. Tyler or Tyler hates life lives for God, not of the world. Tyler loves life lives for the world. Yes. Not for God. Okay. But at the end of the day, I mean, depending on how big it cool. gets, like, I don't know if you keep up with 21 pilots at all, but 21 pilots has like, such a crazy story behind each of their albums if you mm-hmm. really look hard into what what their albums mean and everything that's kind of what i want to do is like if it continues to get bigger and bigger then i would have these two profiles and eventually tyler loves life would like die or something because he lives of the world <laughs> right? yeah funny. <laughs> i don't know it's just like an idea but it also helps with what you were talking about because that gives me the ability to make sad music on one mm-hmm. profile but then make like more happy energetic music and yeah so it's it's i mean none of it will ever involve cussing just putting that out there because i know someone was asking if I, I was like no because that's not that's just i try not yeah. to cuss anyways but i probably on title loves life i probably would i already started writing the first song it's called the real thick shady part two but, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> uh, cool. the first song, and it's pretty much making fun of tyler hates life and that's what that it's going to be hilarious, but uh, I love it. I think um, it's sorry much. Sure. Uh, so is there, you mentioned a couple artists like Ed Sheeran, Eminem, NF, uh, is there a specific artist that you look up to for who they are, like as a person, not just like what they make with their music, but as a person too. Mm. Yeah. Do- Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. That goes yeah. back to my day. Yeah. Yeah. no, I, I started looking, my uncle was actually the one who talked to me about her first because he loves her. And I started kind of looking at the way she's done stuff. And she she really is so selfless. She does a lot of stuff for people and tries to help people a lot. And if you really look into what she does, she, there's a lot of organizations that she's a part of trying to help people, right? I, I can't necessarily, I don't I don't know enough to say whether she's right or wrong and what, what she's, but I know she's trying to help. And to me, when I look around, like there's multiple influences. Uh, I like the I like her for that for that reason because she tries to help people, and I really mm-hmm. believe that at the end of the day, if you try to help others, you're you're just I mean you're gonna succeed naturally because people mm-hmm. are gonna want to be around you. But that's not the reason that you do it. You don't do it because you want to succeed. But if, if you do it you will succeed because people are going to want to be around you. They're going to, they're going to love you. And I've, and that's exactly what she did. But then other, uh, some other influences, Russ, I don't know if you know who Russ is, but he's a rapper. Uh, Yeah. It looks like he knows. So Russ, (laughs) Russ's mindset. um, I really, I love Russ's mindset. I don't necessarily a hundred percent agree with everything he says, just because like we have two different, like I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian and he is, he's not really spiritual. And so like, we're obviously going to have some differences and opinions on things like that. But when it comes down to like work and work ethic and how to get things done, I think he is a genius in the way, like honest to God, he is just so he, he knows, he knows how to get it done. Like he, but yeah. And then I already talked about like Ed Sheeran and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, 
I don't know if I I like Ed Sheeran because of how down to earth he is. Everything you said at the beginning, that's how Ed Sheeran is always. Everyone always is like Ed, like Ed. You're the most popular person in the world, but it seems like I'm having a beer with you right now at a <laughs> at a random bar. Like there's is no pressure, and it's because Ed Sheeran gets it though. He's, I mean he he I mean he what he took a hiatus from social media for like two years, <laughs> just to like he didn't even get on social media. He just went and wrote albums and spent time with his family, and I'm like. That's what like wow. I can't wait to do that. Once well, once I have an actual platform that will succeed without me being there, yeah, I promise you. That. Speaking of that, that that's a good segue, Tyler, because I want I think people that we talk to, uh, they like to hear from people like you about stuff they don't see in your music. So your daily life, the things you like to do, what you're typical hobbies are when you're not out there just singing in front of people and performing what are the little inside pieces of like what's your life like yeah uh i got three kids say <laughs> some people are like it's just a regular boring life like it's not anything <laughs> flashy it's 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 i love it because i get to be a part of what my kids do and i can the I could instantly like the instant gratification of watching my son, like all of my children, be inspired by mm -hmm. what I'm doing. I love doing that. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many kids get to say that their dad makes music for a living, no. right? Yeah, which is really, I think it's really, really cool. cool, but it's inspired my kids, and I know it will one day. One day they're going to be struggling and say, Dad, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to say, I promise you can because you watched me do it yeah. like you watched me whatever your dream is if you work hard enough you'll get there and that's just kind of the message i want to give to my kids so i love i love being able to do that but yeah of most of my life outside of music revolves completely around uh spending time with my family mm -hmm. i just it has to like if i if i don't do that then i, I don't know i i i won't be balanced for real mm -hmm. i because i didn't i enjoy doing it that's what i love to do and hopefully sometime soon I'll start getting like obsessed with working out because now not to be funny, but I really do like, I, I'm used to being in good shape, obviously being in the Ranger Regiment and all that stuff. But like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, cause I wasn't just in the army. I was also an army ranger. So like, I was like in special operations. So I was like used to working out hard. And then as soon as I went into the real world, I got, I did have a civilian like regular job for about four months mm -hmm. and I gained like 40 pounds in that four months. Just, just because like I, I, you in the army, the first three hours of the day are dedicated to doing PT to stay mm -hmm. in shape. And, uh, when I went to a regular job, that's not how it was. Mm -hmm. so I, I was working 10 hour days and then I would get home and it was either do spend time with my kids, do music or go work out and I could do two of those, but I couldn't do three of them. And I would choose music and my, my kids and my family. And so I ended up gaining a bunch of weight. So hopefully, hopefully now, because my life is different, cause like I'm doing music full time. I am just like praying to God that God will like put the desire in me to, it's not necessarily cause I want to be skinny or anything. Part of mental health is being healthy. Like, mm -hmm. and, Part of mental health is sleeping enough at, at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people don't realize, like I read this book last year called Why We Sleep. I can't remember who wrote it, but it was an amazing book and it changed my whole view and on, on 
on sleeping, but like if if you're not sleeping seven hours every, every single night at least, you're I'm not telling you what to do or anything, but I'm just not y'all, but I'm saying to anybody watching yeah. this is mm-hmm. like is like if you're not sleeping at least seven hours, I'm I'm you're already starting your day off the wrong yeah. way. And yeah. seven hours is actually not even seven hours is on the low end. You should yeah. sleep around but like yeah, between eight and ten would be the perfect amount mm-hmm. of time. But but it all starts there though, because I fe- I I lost a lot of weight actually. I've lost I've lost over forty pounds seven different times. This is yeah. straight up. So one of my goals is I really want to find a lifestyle diet. But what I've found is I'm always losing weight so that I can just like look good, and that's not what it's about though. Like now yeah. I, I'm out of I'm out of the active duty army. I am still in the army reserves, but it's more about being healthy and and being able to be a good dad and a good husband and it's yeah. it's not so much about looking so amazing or anything it's more about being healthy so yeah. sleeping the right amount of time eating the right foods uh working out whenever i can and even if i'm not the skinniest dude in the world at least i'm healthy and when you start getting healthy your mental health actually starts yeah. getting better like especially if you like to run like get the runner's high that people talk about mm-hmm. like that always helps me out. I feel like this is a whole therapy session. I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> That's the part we say, though, all the time here is balance keeps me stable and play on words with that. You know, when you're balanced, you're stable. And and when we talk about eating, exercise and sleep, those are the three main things. You know, if you eat steadily throughout the day, not uh, all at once or not at all over the hours. And if you sleep, you know, like you said, a balanced sleep routine and movement, not even working out, just movement. And it is so hard, Tyler. I think for most people in today's world, because it's on 24 seven, it's just harder for us to stay in a routine when everything is just on. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, last piece. This is the final piece. Give us two songs, the next two that we should do of your music, like other than mental health. What are the next two we should cover? Uh, wow. That's, that's hard. Hold up. Hold up. Let me, the next two Tyler hates life songs that we should do. So I down. think that in, I think in my head is the one I just dropped. I think that would be a good one. And then uh, still, still, still is a very 21 pilots five. And I think that it's a song that you, you would uh, appreciate. Awesome. I can't wait. Tyler, you are so nice for taking the time. Like we could literally sit here for a while and just oh, talk. So we'll I, have to have a part I two. I love podcasts. I talk way too much, man. <laughs> so y'all feel free to cut whatever you have to to make the video however long you want. It's but, been awesome. I love the the just straight up Tyler. Like it's awesome. Yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, we'll definitely have to do this again for part two. Yeah, bro. I'm down. I'm down. Thanks so cool. much, Tyler. Awesome. Whoa, what an interview, Nick. Could have gone for hours just yeah. hearing stories of his life. He he self-admittedly talks a lot, but so yeah. do I. So between yeah. those two, it's hard think, to get a word in edgewise. I, th- I think he might have you beat, though. Yes. He loves to talk. He has a lot to talk about, a lot of cool like stories and very family-focused guy, and I, I like that. And I the like insights that. on his life, like with his history and his family and how much that lined up with NF. Was yeah. that not shocking? I know. And also the um, 
the ability of him to know kind of his vision and his plan. One thing I'm a little bit sad we didn't get to ask about that we should later is like just kind of five years down the road. He gave us a little bit of a glimpse of like what he wants to do next in the next two years yeah. and three. So it was kind of cool with that, but I can't wait to see. He's got so much variety or range in genre, I think. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, that was fun. I'm excited to uh, do it again because I think we'll definitely have to do it again. Yeah, sometime. go see him on TikTok. I'm going to go over there. You'll see me over there. And I want to be able to pop in and do one of those live streams with him side by side. Yeah, if y'all want to see the extra little 10-minute bonus clip of Tyler Hates Live yep. podcast, go Patreon or YouTube members can see it. Um, and it's like I said, it's going to be a 10-minute kind of extra clip from the podcast so if you are a big tower Hayes life fan or just want to watch yep. um, an extra clip go over there and it will be live so yeah i think that'll do can't it can't wait to react to the next tyler hates live song all right thank you so much for watching we'll see you on the next, next reaction, reaction therapy, therapy podcast, podcast.